0: You're listening to the Permaculture Princess Podcast. This is episode number 15, and it is the fifth in my health and wellness series. Today, we are talking about one of my favorite parts of the day, breakfast. Mm, I am a lover of food, and especially after I have slept, worked out, and ideally spent 12 to 15 hours without any food in my stomach, I am ready to break that fast. So stick around and hang out as we discuss some principles about when to eat, what to eat, and how to eat to help make breakfast part of your continued success journey. Welcome to the Permaculture Princess Podcast. This is a space for lifting up elegant sustainability and abundant practicality. I'm a lover of edible landscaping, plant-based nutrition, home remedies, green smoothies, and all things fitness. I am your host, Andrea Thompson, and as a personal trainer, wellness enthusiast, homesteader, mother, and Christ follower, this podcast acts as a platform for sharing actionable advice for a more abundant landscape and life. Have you ever heard the saying, eat breakfast like a king, lunch like a queen, and dinner like a pauper? This saying has been drilled into me since I was young, and luckily, it still stands the test of time. My family loves breakfast. This series has been dedicated to making small, manageable, but transformational lifestyle changes. We started with the way we wake up in the morning and the first things we do to start our day. I'm a person who loves morning routines. And while your routine doesn't need to look exactly like mine, it probably never will. We're different people and that's okay. This wellness series has outlined my daily routine by describing some of the habits that lead to better health and a more productive day. We began this series talking about drinking a quart of warm lemon water in episode 3, then doing morning devotions in episode 6, following morning devotions with a great workout in episode 9, a hot cold shower and the benefits of contrast showers in episode 12, and finally, It is time to eat. So today we are talking about breakfast. Breakfast is by far my favorite meal of the day. Now, I know this may sound crazy, but I wanna make this as simple and practical as possible. And my very first action for you is to simply eat breakfast. I cannot tell you how many clients I've had, how many friends I've had, how many people I have known throughout my life who say, I really don't like eating breakfast, or I just don't really have time for breakfast, or I don't feel ready to eat in the morning. You all knew this was coming, right? You've been hearing the benefits of eating a great breakfast since you were slurping your frosted flakes and racing out of the house for second grade. Eating in the morning is difficult for some people, I recognize, but it is literally the most important meal of your day. Here are some interesting breakfast statistics from good old Shape Magazine. 56% of Americans take more time to think about their outfit than what they're eating for breakfast. 32% of breakfast eaters admit that sometimes they feel remorseful about what they ate first thing in the morning. One out of four Americans can't even remember what they ate for breakfast over the last three days. Breakfast is breaking the fast of your sleeping period, and after a busy morning of water, devotions, exercise, and a hot cold shower, or whatever else you include in your morning routine, you are definitely going to need some serious nutrition to refuel your body. I want to give you four reasons why I believe you should be eating a great breakfast. My first reason is that breakfast helps to jumpstart your metabolism and regulate your blood sugar levels. It's your first opportunity to refuel in the morning and prepare yourself mentally and physically for a successful day. Regulation of blood sugar levels can also help to prevent type 2 diabetes. In fact, there was a study conducted over a decade where researchers discovered that people who regularly ate breakfast over that 10-year period decreased their risk of diabetes by almost 30%. A possible explanation offered by OvernightOats.com for this is that, quote, skipping breakfast can cause insulin resistance, which is a feature of type 2 diabetes. My second reason? Breakfast at least a healthy one, helps to stimulate energy and boost brain activity. The glucose levels that are raised after a good meal, which we just talked about, help to promote focus, concentration, and good decision-making. Study after study suggests that teenagers who ate breakfast performed better in school. At my school, the kids that I knew that ate breakfast in the morning were, let's say the kids that were doing pretty well in school. The kids that were getting good grades, the kids that were in athletics, or the kids that were just successful in their various endeavors in school. In addition, depending once again on the type of breakfast you consume, you might be able to help your memory as quality carbohydrates and fats can feed your brain. My third reason, people who eat a quality breakfast regularly have an easier time losing weight and breakfast eaters typically maintain healthier weights. Now, this could be for many reasons, but one suggestion is that since breakfast helps to maintain a certain sort of fullness, it can curb your appetite and help you to eat less throughout your day. If you eat in the morning, even before you really feel like it, You can prevent getting to that place in your day where you are famished and you will eat anything in sight or anything on the go that you can find. According to a 2008 study in the Journal of Pediatrics, study participants who happened to be teenagers in this one who skipped breakfast were more likely to have weight gain, and those participants who ate breakfast regularly had a lower body mass index even though they typically ate more calories for their daily total. Can we just pause there? This is huge. People often, uh, not always, but there's a lot of people that think, oh, this is good that I skip breakfast because I'm skipping out on these calories. But this study showed that those who ate breakfast, even if they had a higher total calorie throughout the day, had a lower weight than those who skipped breakfast. Now, there's probably many reasons for this, but one of those reasons is that people who are eating early in the morning have higher energy, so they're going to expend that energy, expend those calories. One of the doctors from this study, Dr. Schneider, stated, quote, we know that the biggest predictor of overeating is undereating. Dr. Schneider says, quote, many of these kids skip breakfast and lunch, but then they go home and they don't stop eating. Okay, that was this One particular study, but how many of us can attest to this feeling? This feeling of mm, not really feeling that hungry, but then becoming ravenous when we get home and just feeling like we want everything in the house. If we take breakfast seriously, take our first meal of the day seriously, and eat just a comfortable amount of food a quality breakfast, then we won't be so famished later on in the day. It will help to curb your appetite. And my fourth reason, while there are many others, but this is just my number four for this particular podcast, is because breakfast food is delicious and it has a long-standing reputation in our culture as a meal of abundance and feel-good nutrition. Okay, so, I realize that this isn't maybe a scientific reason, and I'm pretty countercultural in most of my decisions. But this is one train that I have to get on board. Breakfast is breaking the fast, it is a celebration every single day. God has given you breath and so many blessings, and breakfast is just an opportunity to sit, to pause, and to consume delicious, nutritious food and get your head and heart fueled for a great day ahead. Now, of course, many people do not get to linger over their breakfast eating in the morning, but even if you eat breakfast on the go or you are, not able to sit down and have a long breakfast with your family, you can still take a moment to soak up each beautiful morning and your amazing meal. Breakfast should be fun, it should be energizing, it should allow you a moment of joy. So let me just recap those four reasons. The four reasons I suggest that you should be eating breakfast is that it helps to jumpstart your metabolism and regulate your blood sugar levels. Number two, breakfast helps to stimulate energy and boost brain activity. Number three is that people who eat a quality breakfast have an easier time losing and maintaining healthier weights. And four, because breakfast is awesome. (laughs) That's my fourth reason. So we've talked a little bit about the why, and now I want to make some practical suggestions for you. I'm not making you a meal plan, but I do have some very basic tips for you and some great breakfast ideas that I will go through. My first tip is number one to eat. <laughs> this is easy, right? Just make sure you put food into your body. If you're not super hungry in the morning, don't eat a lot. You just have to get a little bit of food into your body. It doesn't have to be a crazy amount. However, my second tip is As much as is possible, eat a hearty breakfast. Try to make it the largest meal of your day. Of course, we don't want to overeat and we want to eat healthy foods, but if you are going to fill up at any meal, make it breakfast. You have the rest of the day to use up that energy and get all of those nutrients to your cells. So eat up my friend, eat up. Number three is eat high quality nutrients. Your body is going to soak up these nutrients pretty rapidly and much of the remainder of your day will depend on how you fuel your body at this meal. Get some healthy fats, carbs, and proteins. Try to avoid super sugary breakfasts like donuts and cereal. Try to eat something maybe a little more savory or you do choose a sweet breakfast make sure that you're also including healthy fats and proteins as well so here are my top six breakfast choices there are so many breakfast options these days and you could go crazy with ideas but i'm just going to share with you my top six breakfast choices and go through these pretty quickly my number one breakfast choice or my number one breakfast meal is an egg sandwich i love eggs we have chickens and so we have our own eggs and so an egg a day or two a day is pretty typical for me i like to fry my egg i like to season it with pink himalayan sea salt and freshly ground black pepper and I usually put it on toast. The bread that I use varies. Sometimes I'm on a sourdough kick, sometimes I'm on a sprouted grain kick, but I have loved, I've loved Dave's Killer Bread, I've loved Silver Hills Bakery Bread, I've loved some of the sprouted angelic options. Uh, Ezekiel bread is great, also very dense, Ezekiel bread fills me up. And of course sourdough bread is an awesome option for those who are looking for something that isn't so hard to digest. So bread is something that is still part of my diet, I recognize that bread doesn't work for everyone, so that's okay, you don't have to eat years on bread, but I like to toast my bread. I like to top it with veginase and avocado and tomato and sprouts. And if you make little sandwiches, I do open-faced sandwiches, and they are to die for. (laughs) If you don't have your own chickens or access to quality eggs, you could also try replacing the eggs with scrambled tofu mixed with turmeric. So just scramble some tofu, season that, and mix it with some turmeric, and it kind of ends up looking like scrambled eggs, and you can just put that on top as an egg replacement. The second breakfast I like to do is just a breakfast scramble. So this is pretty quick, kind of the idea of like stir-fry vegetables but with eggs. So I like to do a breakfast scramble where I fry eggs with onion, garlic, peppers, tomatoes, and spinach. So I'm getting lots of nutrients, I'm getting vegetables. I love to do this in the summer when I have fresh garden spinach and tomatoes and peppers straight from my own garden. I like to season this with salt and pepper and top it with salsa, fresh avocado, and fresh basil. Once again, if you do not have your own chickens or access to quality eggs, I recommend replacing the eggs with a scrambled tofu or tomer. My third breakfast option is my husband's favorite, which is quinoa pancakes. Now I make a quinoa millet gluten-free pancake, and they are super quick and super delicious, and I actually have my own recipe that I will put in the show notes, and it's amazing, <laughs> and it's the, you can make them fluffy, you can make them thinner, depending on how you want to do it. Of course, I use some eggs in my pancakes, but if you are wanting to stay vegan, you can absolutely substitute the eggs with flaxseed, which I do often, mix some flaxseed with some water in the same ratio or the same amount that you would get for the eggs. So you can find my quinoa pancake recipe in my, in the show notes, but absolutely on the blog at permacultureprincess.com. And with my quinoa pancakes, my husband loves to top them with peanut butter and maple syrup which we tap our own maple trees and make our own maple syrup but when that runs out because we really love maple syrup we do get an organic maple syrup at Costco or Sam's Club or wherever we can find quality maple syrup I also love to top mine with almond butter the quinoa pancake recipe that I have on there are sugar-free I use some stevia for some sweetening but you could also use maple syrup my fourth breakfast is oatmeal cereal so oatmeal is a great option, you can use rolled oats or steel cut oats. I recommend if you're using steel cut oats that you fry them for about five minutes before adding water and cooking them like normal rolled oats. I like to eat them with some almond, cashew, or brown rice milk. I top it with raisins and maple syrup or eat it plain with some Bragg's aminos and I know that can be weird but I like to sometimes have my steel cut oats as like more of a savory than a sweet. You can do so many things with oatmeal. With your rolled oats, I like to cook my oats in water with dried fruit and apples and pears and honey and cinnamon, walnuts, Brazil nuts, almonds and pecans. Ugh, the options are endless. I also like to top with some freshly ground flaxseed or chia seed, and oatmeal is a place where I like to add some protein powder. Now, not everybody wants that like thick, creamy, vanilla-y flavor that the protein powder adds, but I like to just sprinkle a little bit in there just to to add some protein to my meal. I used to use Vega protein for a long time, but I have recently switched to Organifi's vanilla protein, and I have been really enjoying it. So once again, I will link to the protein that I use in the show notes. There are so many great protein options, so as long as you're using something that you like, then that is fabulous. My fifth breakfast option is almond cashew or some other peanut butter toast and banana. This is super simple. This is great for if you need something for on the go. And this is just a piece of bread like Dave's Killer Bread, Silver Hills Bakery, Sprouted Bread, or some sort of whole grain sourdough or gluten-free bread option toasted and spread with whatever butter you choose. I like to use almond butter, my husband likes to use peanut butter, and then you top it with a little bit of honey, cinnamon, and chopped banana. My sixth breakfast option is a smoothie or a smoothie bowl. I like to blend a smoothie and this can change based on the season for me, but in general I make my smoothies with frozen organic fruit, banana, garden greens, chia seeds, aloe, and nut milk, protein powder, and sometimes a drop of essential oil and ice. And then I blend it up. I make sure it's very thick because if I'm eating it as a smoothie bowl, it helps give me the sensation of eating more when I eat out of a bowl with a spoon versus when I drink something. So I like to make a really thick smoothie, put it in a bowl, and then I top it with shredded coconut, and craisins, and dried cherries, and dried blueberries, and flaxseed, and chia seeds, and almond butter, and various nuts, and the options are endless. But I kind of like to top my smoothie bowls like I would top oatmeal. Now I am a person of routines, so my breakfast practices do not change much from day to day. Along with one of the above options, I usually have one to two pieces of fruit, an apple, pear, berries, peach, mango, whatever's in season, maybe some dried fruit, some figs, apricots, dates, prunes, raisins, um, and possibly a handful of nuts, depending again on what I have on hand, cashews, almonds, walnuts, brazil nuts, pecans, that sort of thing. I totally understand that some people don't have time to make these mouth-watering, beautiful meals, So you might have to make breakfast more for on-the-go, and there are definitely options for that as well. Once again, I have all of these in the show notes, so if you want to go and get a printout of some of these recipes, you can absolutely head over to permacultureprincess.com and look under the podcasts for the breakfast episode, episode number 15. And so if you are trying to make breakfast on-the-go, favorite on-the-go breakfast is muesli. So that is essentially soaking oats overnight in some sort of nut milk with chia seeds and any other flavoring you might enjoy this is another place that i like to add my vanilla protein powder maybe a little bit of honey and cinnamon and you just put it in a dish overnight let it soak and the next morning it's ready to go ready to eat as you are headed out the door. Another option is just making a container with a boiled egg, some toast, some dried fruit, some nuts, and a piece of fruit. That's a great option for on-the-go as well. And of course a smoothie is so easy to take with you on the go, or a smoothie bowl, which I explained already. Those are great options for having to eat on the run or having to leave the house quickly and maybe eat your food at work or wherever you're un- unable to eat at home. So when it comes to food and mostly every in your health and wellness journey. I am a believer of adding good things versus avoiding bad things. My goal for you is to focus more on adding quality foods and sooner or later, the bad foods will not really have any room. Right. Instead of focusing on what to cut out, start thinking about what to put into your breakfast, what to put into your diet. There you have it, some reasons to eat breakfast and some breakfast ideas to get you started in the morning. There is so much more I could cover regarding this topic because I am not kidding you, I love this meal. But my goal in this wellness series is to keep these lifestyle tips succinct and actionable. If you are a fellow breakfast connoisseur, I would love to hear what sorts of amazing breakfasts you and your family love to consume. You can comment on the show notes page at permacultureprincess.com, or you can share this episode on Instagram and Facebook and tag your awesome breakfast creations with hashtag permacultureprincesspodcast. If you have any questions for me, please feel free to reach out, and if you do end up trying any of the recipes I shared here, I would love to know what you think, and especially if you are new to The Breakfast Club let me know how you're feeling as you add this amazing meal into your day. Thanks again for tuning in. I really love putting these together and I am so grateful for your time. Until next time guys, have a great one. Thanks for listening to the Permaculture Princess podcast. For show notes or more information, please visit www.permacultureprincess.com. Or find me on Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, or Pinterest at Permaculture Princess. I do want to mention again that none of my advice or research is intended to diagnose or treat, and you should always consult your own healthcare team when making changes to your health routine. If you have found any value from this podcast, please subscribe so you can get updates and also consider leaving a review. I am often fueled on words of affirmation, and I greatly appreciate your feedback. My hope is that you find blessings throughout your day and that you discover a more abundant landscape and life.